Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studio in Nashville, Tennessee, it's time for Regions Business Radio Nashville. Regions Business Radio Nashville is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. Welcome to Regions Business Radio Nashville, presented by Regions Bank, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. I'm your host, Kelly Key, Executive Vice President with Regions. We're broadcasting live from our Business Radio X studio set up inside the Regions Bank building in downtown Nashville. Welcome again to everyone as we continue our podcast series centered around discussing key issues and topics related to the Nashville and Middle Tennessee markets. We have a very special guest with us today. Today we have Mitchell Stogner, who works with our Capital Markets Real Estate Division. So Regions was able to negotiate an acquisition of Sabal Capital Partners. In December of 2021, Regions was able to close on that acquisition. Sabal brings a wealth of product knowledge and and abilities that will complement Regions Bank very well. As an example, in the last seven years, Sabal has closed over 2,300 loan transactions specializing in the $1 million to $100 million segment. So Mitchell, you've only been with us for a couple of months now. Why don't you give us a brief overview of what you do and kind of your background? Yeah, I'm in the real estate capital markets division. We're focused on the actual market real estate group where it will be more local focused and, you know, catering to, you know, mid-America's my territory. So catering more to the local developer and investor is something that, you know, I was very interested in whenever I saw the opportunity, but a little more detail on it would be that we would typically, you know, finance you know, permanent non-recourse options, I would have to go out and, you know, externally engage in business and relationship. This path allowed me to connect and partner with the relationship bankers with regions and essentially utilize that relationship to bring a product offering that I've believed in for so long uh, and, you know, made a living off of. Sure. Yeah. You have a long background of of working in this uh, investor real estate business. So, uh, is it the relationship with the bankers that, that really drove you to regions, or was there some other some other reason that you chose to take advantage of this opportunity? There is several factors that go into making that decision. Obviously, there's a lot of lending options out there and lending shops, but uh, regions, I would say, with where their focus is, you know, being a local bank that has a very long tenured history within the Southeast and the markets it covers. That was important to me. You know, I have not yet, I have yet to have a connection to the market locally like Regions has and an awareness like Regions had. So that was one of the points that really excited me coming in as, you know, my past work. I've had a lot of, you know, education I've had to go with and telling people who I am and what I do and what I can accomplish. Uh, the Regions name allows a lot of, you know, rapport and trust to already be initially set that you work so hard to achieve typically with these other shops. So yeah, that's one of the factors for sure, but also just the direction in general. You know, Sabal being a competitor of mine historically, being a very solid shop and with Regions acquisition of the company, it just made sense for me to really look into what they were about to release. And it's exactly what I would say is, you know, the best way to approach you know, originating loans within the market. Sure. It's a, it's a good fit all the way around, both with um, Sabal and with you, with our company. So 
So really, let's kind of get into it a little bit. So as we look around Nashville and really the surrounding areas, I think I counted yesterday there were eight cranes I could see outside my office window. So we literally have a veritable ton of new office buildings, new construction going up every day. A lot of these are office projects, but there's a large majority of these are, say, multifamily apartments and, and structures that support the community, such as grocery stores, other retail outlets, you know, just a, really anything you would want is being built here, most likely. So so where do you see this trend going over the next few years? I mean, what, what continues to attract businesses and developers to expand into this market, in your opinion? So in my opinion, there's always a boasting characteristic for a market to be a leader in development. Nashville has that 100%, and you can see that by way of the eight-plus cranes out the window. Trending at the moment, I'd say, you know, with multifamily being our leader, it just is a matter of, you know, supply and demand currently. You know, we've brought on 35% of our inventory in multifamily in the past seven years, and we count on another 21,000 units over the next, you know, couple years, which is going to really hike the growth and in inventory units. Now with office and retail, you know, in my opinion, with these kind of markets, there's a lot of give and take with what properties you see uh, going up. Uh, there's a lot of adjustments that can be made with developments, but multifamily is that leader. And it typically follows behind the companies that are investing in the markets from the beginning. So I'd say that with the booming market that we are currently seeing in Nashville, my only question or what we will foresee in this trend is how our reaction is to providing affordable housing as we continue to see market rents, you know, rents are raising at a consistent rate. That cannot be the case if you want to stabilize a market. It, it has to have the affordability component. And that's something that Metro and the mayor's office has said they would address. I think they have $150 million allocated for, you know, affordable housing. That being said, there's a, you know, a big component to that. I see our market trending in a way that will be very interesting, and it all revolves around multifamily and how we establish ourselves in that sector. You know, market rate rents, affordability, and then you know, the biggest issue, in my opinion, with where we are with commercial real estate is our traffic and, you know, transportation infrastructure. That's one of the biggest, you know, questions that underwriters would probably have is accessibility to the property. And one of the most, you know, frustrating things for me historically has been the amount of traffic that I would have to encounter with my appraisers and inspectors, just delaying us and causing friction on, you know, what their experience of the, at the property and so forth. So Nashville's just the infrastructure and that affordability component, very important. But given where the, you know we were with the pandemic, I'd say that that's also what has been realized so far. You know, where was the damage with retail? Some say we, we saw the worst case scenario. Some say that that hasn't been fully recognized yet. In my opinion, I would say that there's always a need for retail in some shape or form. There's a lot of adjustments and innovation you're seeing in the retail market. I mean, Gap, uh, retail store providers putting, I think, 600-something jobs in the suburbs here in Nashville, and they're, you know, really investing in their output and doing a more e-commerce-focused way, but nonetheless still having a brick-and-mortar presence. So 
Yeah, and as, as Nashville continues to grow, I mean, you start thinking about some of the things that, that Tennessee offers, you know, no state income tax, a plethora of, of people to work these jobs, even though, you know, I would tell you we're at near record low un, unemployment, uh, more people moving in every day. I think the last statistic I saw was about 100 net new people every day are moving into this area. So so there's ability to, to gather jobs, but one of the things, and, and I think you addressed it, is that it's great that all these people are moving to the area, but where are these people going to live? And and so that's that's really one of the things that I think Nashville is doing as good a job as they can trying to address. But it's a it's a big problem, and it's a problem that's not that's not going away. So, you know, what products and services maybe would you offer to these developers that you know historically maybe they haven't had access to, or if they have had access to? Um, haven't utilized. I'm thinking, you know, a lot of developers may go through community banks who may not go into some of the, you know, some of the real market uh, opportunities that that present themselves. So, so what would you say are some of the opportunities that that you may have that others may not? Historically, I have competed against the local bank with a non-recourse permanent long-term option that usually was sourced through Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and you know some CMBS and HUD. Now. I have the capabilities of doing every loan program you can imagine, which is another thing to you know, really be excited about with regions is their capacity to offer so many loan products today is I can't turn down that opportunity with you know trying to service my clients and new existing customers of regions. I'd say that the agency loan products that we have today, there's a lot of uncertainty about putting your properties on long-term debt. But given where we are, uh, you know, I think that they are our best and viable option and have been historically. That being said, there's still a lot of HUD and CMBS avenues. Uh, but for the most part, you know, there's one source that remains firm, and that's Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Their lights are always on. And I think with, you know, multifamily and where their mission is driven in terms of providing funding for these properties. The issue that I see is one that they are willing to address, which is affordability and providing uh, more access to affordable housing. In my opinion, I think that our agency and permanent non-recourse loan programs are bar none, top of the line. And I would say that, you know, Sabal has really opened up the door for me in terms of the SBL, small balance loan volume products. That's Fannie and Freddie. Historically, I've only worked with one or the other, you know, and today, excitingly enough, I'm looking at both. So as well as our own balance sheet, uh, right, options right. as well. So, so then, then bringing that up, I'd say that, you know, market real estate, there's a huge component that we have, and that is our balance sheet connectivity. My partner, J.W. Demery in Indianapolis, he handles MidAmerica with me. And, you know, I'll say that where we are on the cycle you know we are coming out at a perfect time you know in any industry we talk to and any customer that we talk to interest rates always seems to come up i believe that as we sit here today i still don't think we're at the top of the rate cycle i think there's still some runway that that the fed will continue to to raise interest rates uh, to try to combat some of the inflationary issues is it a good time today to refinance or to lock in those long-term fixed rates, so given the rate challenges we're seeing today? But if you believe all the economic outlook, probably still more runway to go higher? In my opinion, I'm always going to be focused on getting my deals rate-locked, situated, and ready to go 
with the best possible loan product and terms we can. So to answer your question, yes, let's rate lock as fast as we possibly can. And that's in any environment. Actively accelerating your growth is not going to bode well for sitting around and waiting to see what happens. And historically, that has not worked out. I would say that my more successful clients that I've had are where we are and you know, the yield curve being where it's at and properties and performers and budgets staying in the green, you know, maximizing performance should not be difficult because of an interest rate environment. If you can, you know, operate your property at a level that, you know, generates the cash flow that you need in order to, you know, achieve your business goals, then move forward with what loan options you have on the table and as we sit in this current cycle, it is interesting to see what limitations you're starting to see with where guys say, well, we usually use this or we typically will go with this kind of bank and, you know, we don't like long-term debt and that's fine. But I think there's a big education piece that we need to be wary of where there's programs out there that can fit exactly what they're trying to accomplish. It's just a matter of opening up their eyes and ears and seeing who's here to play and right. who has the programs that, you know, are ready to rate lock and ready to do business with you. So really with all the variations or varying programs that, that regions, Sabal, you know, can offer, it, it sounds like to me that there's a program that fits pretty much everyone. You just have to figure out which program fits which property the best. And and really matching those up is probably the key of, of really having both a successful transaction from the bank side and from the developer side. If I'm doing my job, it's understanding exactly what the individual is trying to accomplish with the project as well as their overall you know, real estate portfolio goal. And what I can do in the assignments I've been tasked with, how can I help them achieve that you know, the most effectively and you know, cost efficiently? I would say that if I'm going to work with a developer, I don't want to just product feature it. Like, hey, let's throw a, a term out there and see if we can stick. You know, let's really understand what they're trying to accomplish. You know, if they are a typical merchant builder, well, let's look at strategies to offset that or, you know, maybe some terms that would be more fitting for you on, you know, what you guys are trying to accomplish. You got your near state programs. Uh, with Fannie Mae, you know, for these assets that are, you know, not quite leasing up or they're on their schedules for lease up, they're short-term options, but their rate locking ability is advantageous to consider. Sure. And if I'm looking at a deal, I want to understand exactly what and why a borrower or a sponsor uh, is trying to achieve certain terms other than just because, you know, there is a price sensitivity or whatever. There, there's always going to be specifics. But sure. what's the real why on why they do not want to use or why they prefer to use? And how can we come together on finding a program or a product that fits them? Yeah, so it sounds like really just getting a full understanding of what the developer, the owner is trying to accomplish, really of each individual property because they're – Certainly may have different goals for each individual piece of real estate, but really once you dig in and figure out what's to accomplish, then it's it's really going and saying, okay, here's our here's our playbook, which one best fits, you know, what you want to do, and and then customizing that solution to their individual goals, not 
bringing out a boilerplate product and saying, here you go, take it or leave it. It's let's figure out what you want, what you need, and then we'll customize something, a solution that, that gets as close as possible as to, to accommodate both of those. Right, which is historically how I've tried to approach doing business. And, you know, it's a very commoditized industry, in my opinion, but it's a it's wrong to commoditize it in terms of what we should be focused on as you know, originators and relationship managers. We should have a very key sense of what we are trying to accomplish with our owners, with our developers. And if there is a certain product or program that we need to utilize, then we we should know exactly why they're trying to use XYZ program. That's exactly right. I mean, I think that's the that's one of the key points. So if if you're with a, another lender today or you're contemplating a product, if they're not asking you, you know, why and what do you want to accomplish, then might be might be getting asked the wrong questions because right. with so much variation in programs, rates, terms, structure that's out there today, understanding your wants, your needs is really what any lender that you're working with should be doing. And that really dovetails in very well with regions because that's how we handle really all of our customers. And, right. and so it's not about what we want you to have. It's what do you want and how can we fill those needs? So kind of wrapping up, if, if you were giving one single piece of advice to all the developers out there, you know, what would that be as it relates to the lending area? Is it, is it you know, hey, don't, don't come to Nashville because it's being overbuilt. Is it let's figure out what you need and go from there? I mean, what, what would you really say – is someone who's moving into the area or someone who's been here for a hundred years, what would you say the one piece, single piece of advice, what would you give them? In general, two developers would be who is their team? Identifying your team is very important, especially on the front end that I work with on, you know, a lot of these small balance developers. Uh, and you learn that even more of your established, well-versed guys, they need a little reminder of, hey, our team is more important than any other factor with trying to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. And a big part of that team, I believe, is your financing arm. Who can you count on in any point of your you know, phases of your projects or your life cycle in uncertain environments or strong environments? I would say that where can you point to and always count on having your best option put in front of you? And obviously, I'm lending focus, so I think that you know, mine's most important. I know there's other aspects that are sure. equally as important, but yeah, be be similar to like you know, you wouldn't go file your tax return without talking to your accountant. Exactly. Right, and so you know, you probably shouldn't be locking in any type of lending without talking to your financing partner, whether that's hopefully Regions Bank or someone else. But but really sitting down, having that conversation, discussing your goals, discussing your plans for the future, and then coming up jointly with a solution that works for everyone. To me, that's the that's kind of the key of what really any type of of lending relationship or any relationship at all should be. Well, you say solution, I'll, you know, correct you there. And I believe that it should be solutions. You know, there should always be multiple right. options. And if you're coming up with one solution, you know, it may be that it is one solution, but at least exploring all opportunities is the key to ensure you're getting your best foot forward with, you know, utilizing your financing as a growth strategy. Mm -hmm. No, look, I agree. Mitchell, appreciate you coming on today, sharing your wealth of knowledge around this, uh, not only this uh, entity, but but how regions can be a part of it going forward. I'd like to thank our listeners as well for tuning in to Regions Business Radio Nashville, presented by Regions Bank, member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. You can enjoy all our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com and selecting the Nashville studio. 
and then clicking on Regions Business Radio. This program is also available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe to the program so you don't miss any of our future episodes. I'm Kelly Key, and you've been listening to Regions Business Radio Nashville on Business Radio X. Regions Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, or financial advice. Regions believes this information to be accurate when recorded, but it cannot ensure that it will remain up to date. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation. The information should not be construed as a recommendation of a specific course of action for any individual or business. All Regions products and services are subject to qualification requirements, terms, conditions, fees, and credit approval.